Hello, and welcome to the Capital Compass Podcast. We are the official podcast of the New York State Catholic Conference. I'm your host, Jillian, and in this episode, I'll be chatting with His Eminence Cardinal Timothy Dolan. We'll be reflecting on this past year and talking about the Advent and Christmas season. We hope you enjoy. So this is our special Christmas episode uh, for our first year. We thought it would be a great idea to have Cardinal Dolan on. Welcome, Cardinal. Nice to be here, Jillian. Thanks for the invite. Thank you so much for being here. So I guess we'll dive right into this. As we uh, look back on this year, it's been a tough one for um, many again, unfortunately. Uh, Your most recent book is called I Am With You, Lessons of Hope and Courage in Times of Crisis. So uh, can you tell us a little bit about why you decided to publish it and why it was so important for us to keep our faith even through these uh, dark times? Well, thanks for mentioning the book. I don't have too many people refer to it, but I appreciate your interest in it. And no, really what it it was is like any other priest, um, I think we took our communications, our homilies and our our, uh, messages to our people because we knew that people were, were scared, they were suffering, they were missing people, they were isolated, they were in lockdown. And we thought, boy, if there's ever a time when we need, uh, when we need the, the saving message of Jesus Christ and his church, it's now. And so that, boy, on my Sunday masses at the cathedral, which was picked up by a lot of people, I'm happy to say, my columns, uh, my, my little uh, apps that I do every day, you, you just, you, you wanted people to know they weren't alone and you wanted people to know that Jesus was with them because he gave us his word. I'm with you all days, even to the ends of the world. So be not afraid. My, uh, it, it really came to me on Easter Sunday of 2020 when uh, I, I faced an empty church at St. Patrick's Cathedral. Can you believe on, a, on Easter Sunday, I'm looking out and there are just empty pews. Oh, that was the weirdest just watching. Yeah, but anyway, remember the great the great uh, uh, message, and and it had there in the gospel that even though the doors were locked for fear, Jesus came in and stood with his disciples that first Easter Sunday night, and I thought, my oh my, that's how we feel. We're in lockdown from fear. We're afraid to even uh, open our door and get the mail. Uh, we're afraid we can't even go and hug mom, uh, who might be in, in the hospital suffering from, from COVID. We can't do it. So I thought, how, how powerful that Jesus would be telling us that, no, I am here with you. I am here with you. What's beautiful, of course, is that in retrospect, because we know in our journey of discipleship that very often God's presence and God's hand is more often seen in the rearview mirror. While we're going through something, we kind of think, uh-oh, I wonder where he is. When we're through the storm, we kind of look back and said, wow, he was there. He was there with me. And so I hope that people got some, uh, some consolation from that. That, by the way, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, right? That, by the way, is the message of Christmas, Emmanuel. If we could vis- uh, borrow a Hebrew word from our Jewish neighbors, Emmanuel, God is with us, okay? God is with us. And that's what Christmas is about. He is literally with us. He is one of us. He is incarnate. He has taken on flesh. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. He, God goes out of his way to try to, 
keep tapping us on the shoulders and sometimes give us a, a punch in the belly. I'm with you. I don't know what more I have to do to prove it to you, but uh, Christmas is a pretty good time to get that message. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's that season of joy and hope. Do you have any good, any good uh, examples of how people really, with, with all the hope uh, during the pandemic that really stood out for you, especially in New York? No, not really. No, I'm just, <laughs> of course I do. There's ton, there's tons of them, and you keep hearing them now. You you keep hearing them as uh, it, it, the other day I was with. Uh, I went to visit a uh, 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 an elder uh, uh, housebound woman, and I was visiting with her. And I had uh, I had snuck over a time or two in the COVID with proper precautions to bring her the sacraments. And she said, "Come on," I, she said. I hope you don't mind. But my new friend down the hall, she said, I've lived here for 30 years and I never even knew my neighbors. But she said uh, that my neighbor two doors down, I found out is a Catholic as well. And why don't you uh, why don't you come on over? Because I want to introduce you to her and because she's become my new best friend over COVID. Well, there's a sign of hope. There's a sign of companionship. They had lived for 30 years. There was there was not a, even an imposed isolation, but they walked by each other in the hall and didn't say anything. And now they become best buddies because they shared oatmeal cookies during the lockdown. So is, isn't that simple? But that's kind of the signs of hope and little graces and, and rays of light that the Lord gave us. That's, that's so great. Wow. We're chatting with Cardinal Timothy Dolan, and we'll be right back. Are you interested in staying up to date with New York State legislation pertinent to the Catholic Church? Do you want your Catholic voice to be heard? Sign up for the Catholic Action Network by going to our website at nyscatholic.org slash action dash center or texting CAN to 50457. Again, CAN, C-A-N, to 50457. So this episode is going to be airing while we're concluding Advent and getting ready to celebrate Christmas. Um, and at its core, Advent and Christmas are both about hope, aren't they? Really? I mean, it's all yeah. about hope. <laughs> Are they ever hope? And you know, what? if, you, if you're going to take hope seriously, we only have hope if we realize we're missing something. Mm -hmm. So if I kind of had everything I needed, every answer to life's problems, the best health, all the money in the world, all the friendship in the world, every dream satisfied, well, I wouldn't need hope because there's nothing missing in my life. I have never met a person like that, have you? No. Um, but it's strange that we sometimes seem hesitant to admit, I need something. Or for us, more personally, I need someone. Mm -hmm. uh, that, that admitting a need is acknowledging an emptiness a lack of completion in our lives. That's not a curse. That's a blessing. And that's, of course, the great Advent prayer. I need you, dear God. I need someone. I am incomplete. There's something missing in my life. There's a yearning in my life for completion, for fulfillment. And I don't have it. To admit that is the best Advent prayer, and the prayer is answered at Christmas when we get the answer. You go over to St. Patrick's now, 
All right, it's not Christmas yet, as you know, we're still in Advent. Yep. But you'll see that we did a big no-no in St. Patrick's because since the first Sunday of Advent, we've had the Christmas crib on display, the beautiful Christmas crib. Now, some people say, oh, you're jumping the gun. It's not supposed to be up till Christmas. Well, I say, take a closer look and they will. And I say, do you notice anything missing? And they'll say, yeah, come to think of it. The manger is empty. Yeah. And I said, that's the message of Advent. Something, no, someone is missing. And that, that gap, that void, that lack, that sense of incompletion will, can only be filled by the Lord. I know uh, my friend Bishop Robert Barrett always, Barron always says, the human person is born with a big cardiac problem. We have a hole in our heart. And he said, I'm not talking about a physical problem. I'm talking about a spiritual problem. We have a hole in our heart. Our hearts are restless, as he will quote the great St. Augustine. And only God can fill that hole in our heart. Oh boy, we go through life seeking other things. Eh, might satisfy for a little while. But sooner or later, we find ourselves sighing and saying, well, what's next? And until we say, dear God, I need you. Dear God, I want you. Dear God, without you, I am empty. That's Advent, all right? And Christmas is the gift that satisfies that need. Wow. You you summarized that perfectly. <laughs> well, I'm just reading the script you wrote for me. No. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I have to. Got, listeners, I have time to do all of that. <laughs> Remind me to send you a fruitcake, Jillian, uh, oh. as a sign of my gratitude. <laughs> I want to talk about uh, just some of your favorite things about the season. Um, so I guess I'll start off. Um, there's something really special about um, New York, especially New York City during the Christmas season, right? Yeah. There is. It's a great place to be, and it's it's still not back totally. So, hey, this kind of enhances our advent because there's still sort of a waiting in New York. When are they all going to come back? Uh, you know, it's easy, believe it or not, to get tickets uh, to the Radio City Music Hall for the Rockettes, one of my favorite shows, because they have the live nativity scene at the end. Easy to get tickets. Most of the time, you got to get them months in advance. Um, because the, the people aren't all back. Yeah, there's that great movie, Miracle on 34th Street, remember? Yep. Well, that's that that hat there is a there's a sense of the miraculous in New York at Christmas time. And I do love it. And even though it's still a bit incomplete this year, there is a magic there. And in simple things, just to walk the streets and see the windows and see the people laughing, to 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 detect the smell of the of the Christmas trees from the from the stands. Um it's a, it's a great, uh, it's a great feeling and I, nowhere is it more alive than at our beloved St. Patrick's Cathedral. And I mentioned to you before about the empty crib. The, the other great Advent sign in St. Patrick's Cathedral would be the lines for people approaching the sacrament of penance, confession, because we, we try to have priests available most of the day. 
And uh, even if there's not a priest in the box, you can go to the rectory and say, is there a priest available? And there's always one to duck down. That's a good sign too, because really what people are saying is, uh, there's something missing in my life, dear God. And I hate to tell you, but I've tried to fill that incompletion with stupid stuff. And that's really idolatry because you're the only one who has a claim on my heart and soul. And if I seek any ultimate eternal satisfaction uh, in anything but you and the things that come from you, dear God, I'm going to be more miserable than ever. I don't want to say, by the way, that the things of this life, those are ways he answers that, right? I mean, you look at a husband and wife. Um, one of the ways that, that God answers our longing for completion for another is through the sacrament of marriage. And, but that's really kind of a vehicle back to God. We see God's life in our spouse, but even married couples will say, yeah, but it ain't perfect. You bet they'll say it. They say it a lot. And sooner or later, there's a little bit of disappointment. And sooner or later, you're going to say, well, um, boy, this was a big step in the right direction, but I still find something missing in my life. So created things, created people can hint at the Lord. And New York does that, I think, at Christmas time to get to your questions, to see the excitement. Some people wail about all the commercialism and all the buying. And I, I say, well, I know it can get a little bit too mercantile if people are equating the message of Christmas with purchasing and buying and accumulating, no good. But I said, if you go and watch people shop, most of the time, they're not buying stuff for themselves. Mm -hmm. They're buying stuff to give away to others, all right? And one of the most beautiful times for me in Advent, we had it just a week or so ago, was when our Catholic Charities of the Archdiocese in New York uh, sponsors a shopping day. And we literally, they because Catholic Charities help so many families, we're aware, and we will literally, we don't get the names because we want to protect their privacy, but the ages, uh, boy or girl, what they need. Do they need a, a new pair of gloves? Do they need boots, their sizes? And you see all these young people who volunteer, the, uh, the junior league of the Catholic charities, there's dozens and dozens of them. And we go through the store with those lists and it's an extraordinary, so we're shopping, but it's, it's also an act of charity and giving. And there you go again, this paradox of the gospel that actually in giving away, we get. I don't know if there's anybody happier, do you, than on Christmas morning? Oh, that's there's so much joy. Well, when you see a mom and dad watching their kids. Oh, yeah. They are so happy because they've, able, they've been able to give a little joy to their kids. And they hear the laughing and the giggling and the smiling and the, wow, it's just what I wanted that innate sense of wanting to give to another. God put that in us. And well, it sure comes alive at Advent and Christmas, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. So uh, that leaves me very well into my Thanks next Thanks for the eggnog, by the way. This is great. <laughs> what you put in here? <laughs> I... Dennis, did you make this? <laughs> wow. Now I can't drive. A little rum. There's a little rum in there. Uh, so I guess uh, this leads me well into my next question, which is, uh, what, what, what were some of your, um, your favorite Christmas memories growing up in the Dolan household? 
Oh, tons of them. Look, if you believe, as I do, that one of the greatest natural blessings that the Lord can give us is to grow up in a happy home with a mom and dad who love one another. Boy, I was, I, I've, I've, I've won the, the jackpot because that was true in my home. As I look back, it was very simple. You know, as I look at the gifts and, and sometimes I can remember on Christmas day, also visiting my cousins whom I loved, my aunts and uncles and cousins, they were all a little better off than we were. They were, they had bigger houses and fancier neighborhoods. And I would, I would notice the gifts that they had and they were a lot more elaborate. Uh, but I was still so happy to get back home with the coloring books, with the books, uh, with the, uh, the crayons, with the, uh, uh, the candy canes, very simple things. Sometimes we'd usually get one big gift. I can remember one year getting a baseball glove. Wow, still got it. I can remember one year getting a sled, used it the next day because we had a snowstorm. Simple things. The other thing that stands out in growing up would be the sense of hospitality. Everybody's welcome at Christmas time. And the people that would come uh, to visit mom and dad, we had a very simple home. I don't know how five kids grew up in it. It was so tiny, but it was always filled with visitors. And um, my dad made great eggnog too. So we had a very happy home and those were happy memories. And you know what too, going to mass on Christmas morning. We didn't mind that at all. When you think about it, uh, that disrupted Christmas morning because we, hey, we had our gifts there, but mom and dad said, come on, kids, we got to get ready and go to mass. And uh, we, we knew that. We just sort of, that was hardly a burden. We thought, oh, good. That's what Christmas is all about. And to do the Christmas carols and to go up and venerate the crib and to see the neighbors and friends, we would walk to and from church because it was close by. I can remember going when I got into high school, that's when I began to go to midnight mass because I was a seminarian in the parish and we would serve. And I remember walking up to the church. It was only a block away on at about uh, 1130 on Christmas Eve. And it was cold and it was dark, but the sky was clear and you could see the stars. And I remember as a kid of 14, having a bit of an epiphany sensing, oh, this must have been what it was like at Bethlehem that first Christmas. Little nudges and hints that the Lord gives us. Wow, that's a, that's a great memory. So <laughs> uh, speaking of Midnight Mass, you will be saying it this year at St. Patrick's Cathedral, as you, you normally do, but it will be streaming nationally on Sirius XM on the Catholic Channel, which is Channel 129, and in the New York metropolitan area, on WPIX, which is Channel 11. You know, at our Resurrection Mass, Easter Sunday Mass of 2020, I mentioned a little while ago, Jillian, two million people watched it. Wow. Isn't that great? That's amazing. As, as the rector of the cathedral said, boy, too bad they each didn't send in two bucks. We are of 10 bucks. We'd be on easy street. But anyway, <laughs> they were generous. Two million people checking in. Wow, I better prepare that homily. Well, then I, we're not going to get that sneak peek yet. <laughs> no. Um, so I guess uh, just to close out, what is your uh, Christmas uh, message to our listeners? Emmanuel, God is with us. He's really and truly with us. 
in the person of his only begotten son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the second person of the most blessed Trinity, who took flesh and was smack dab among us and still is. God is with us. Be not afraid, as the angel said to the shepherds that first Christmas night. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Have an eggnog, all right? <laughs> A blessed Christmas, everybody, and through the intercession of Mary, our mother, and St. Joseph, her spouse, the angels who surrounded the crib at Bethlehem, may Almighty God bless all of you this radiant Christmas season. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Emmanuel. Thanks for listening to the Capital Compass podcast, and thank you to His Eminence for taking time out of his busy schedule and coming on the show. In honor of His Eminence being on the show, we are doing a special giveaway. One lucky winner will receive a signed copy of his book, I Am With You, Lessons of Hope and Courage in Times of Crisis. To enter, go to our Facebook page, where we will have our announcement of the release of this episode pinned to the top of our page. All you have to do is comment with the hashtag, I am with you. The giveaway will run from December 22nd to December 29th. Don't forget, Cardinal Dolan's Christmas Midnight Mass will be airing on the Catholic Channel on Sirius XM, Channel 129, and on WPIX in New York City. We hope you enjoy this episode, and we'll be coming out with new episode every other week. If you'd like to support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And to catch all the latest from the conference, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at NYS Catholic Conf or on Facebook at NYS Catholic Conference. Thanks again and God bless.